0: I'm Ramsey, the loud one. I'm Jesse, the short one. Put us both into one, we are. Lots of noise, always too fast, lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey, the loud one. And I'm Jesse, the short one. And this week, we're doing a monthly movie review. Mm -hmm. But as all the listeners know, and everybody in the entire world knows... Movie theaters aren't really a thing right now. They're closed. Perfect. Nothing new. Yeah, nothing new. The so, whole film industry is closed, yeah. not just the theater. Tom Hanks
1: of it. is home. Yeah. He shut up shop.
0: So, as you know from our Twitter, if you follow it, we uh, have told you two movies, two old movies we're going to review: mm-hmm. Pan's Labyrinth and Super 8. Yep. So, hopefully, you've seen those or you saw them decades ago or. I guess not decades, but yeah. re, you saw them...
1: They're not really old movies. The, yeah. like, the oldest one is Pan's Labyrinth. It's like 10 or so years old. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, decades at this <laughs> point. 2020, or 20, yeah, 2020's already mm. been six and a half decades. If you
1: haven't seen these movies, they are both on streaming services right as of right now.
0: Yep. Um, Super 8 is on Hulu, and Pan's Labyrinth is on Netflix. Mm. So, everybody's got a Hulu. Everybody's yeah. got a Netflix. If you don't, I don't know and what if, you're doing with your life. And if you
1: can't find them on those,
0: I'm what sure. are you gonna do? <laughs> there's no other avenues. That's true. You'll have to wait till the movie theater should yeah, open. Yeah, go to fucking Blockbuster. <laughs> is that? I think there's still like a couple of Blockbusters. There's there. one in Alaska. That's dope. They serve beer there. Really? Yeah. It's kind of turned into like a Alamo Draft House, but without the theater aspect. Yeah, you just go in there, you, you
1: pick up some some tapes. And the guy who works there is like, I want some candy with that? And then that's the
0: whole. Experience. I would like it more if they only had VHSs. Like they never updated. Mm. It's just like if you went to a Blockbuster in two thousand three.
1: All right, I'm gonna fill, I'm gonna fill some time with this. Did you ever go to the Blockbuster video and notice the porn section?
0: I can't say I have any
1: memory of that. First time I ever did, I went over. I I saw this this this. <laughs> They the, the select them out of films up there and with, <laughs> with some women with some big old knockers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was mesmerized. Mom had to pull me out of that fucking blockbuster. Gave me good talking to in the in the car.
0: My favorite blockbuster memory is that I went there. They had games as well for double the price. Some absurd mm-hmm. thing. You should just buy the game back then. Yep. But Six I, rented, in two days. I went in Prince of Persia. And I think I had that thing for about four and a half months. Yeah, just one disc, no, no memory card. Just, just had it running constantly. Yeah, to return it, I bet my parents spent a good hundred and thirty dollars letting me pray Persia for that Dude,
1: long. Awesome. Okay, as a footnote to this, when you think
0: that that was not
1: expensive renting the games at blockbuster yeah it was ten dollars for two days and i always beat the game in two days
0: yeah well you were a child you had the time yeah, I was, nowadays was if you told me i had two days to beat a video game that's just a panic attack yeah, i don't yeah, want to I'd do be that. like
1: if you like are you what happens if i don't also i'm not <laughs> as good anymore as when i when i was 13 yeah.
0: so now i played it; i die a thousand times I'm like ah, i'm yeah. just gonna set it to normal
1: <laughs> okay let's let's get into it first, yeah, first
0: movie let's do super eight okay okay uh and just like normal because nothing has changed we're living our lives like normal. I hope every every listener is getting to live their life as normal as possible. I'm going to give the I in the take, audience. No, you.
1: I don't. I hope that you're. Li- I hope you're not oh, living your life normally. Yeah, I hope fair. you're staying inside. I
0: hope you're mentally uh, I, I hope you feel okay. But <laughs> don't <laughs> fucking leave. Don't go to the beach. <laughs> yeah.
1: Critic score,
0: you. eighty-one. Audience right. score, seventy-five. That's about right. I'm giving it a sixty-eight.
1: Really? Yeah. You're the one who fucking shredded your beef about this fucking movie. To I
0: me. I know, but I I think there's some movies that when you rewatch them years later, they just don't have that spark. And I, yeah. I'm gonna get into why. But first, I want to hear your score.
1: All right, it's a like a flat seventy. It's a serviceable movie. Yeah, very close. Yeah. Very similar on that one. I want to give it a failing grade. To be <laughs> fair, sixty is not a bad grade. That's like I watched the movie like if. It, I give movies that are like bad, like forties or thirties. Yeah,
0: um, it made two hundred and sixty million worldwide total. But keep that in mind; it's had, it's gotten its full run. Usually, yeah. when we're announcing these things on the podcast, it's only been out a couple weeks. Yeah, these are that's the entire box office opening weekend: thirty-five million with a budget of fifty million. So mm-hmm. totally
1: we did well. When did this movie come out, two thousand eight?
0: No idea. Didn't write that one down. Just wrote down all this useless information. Kind of like 2008,
1: 2011. I remember this and Wanted being close together.
0: Mm, I saw both those movies. Yeah, so I would have rather watched Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. so back into my my not the highest score that I could give it. Which... Let me go first. Me okay, first, okay. Because okay.
1: this is this, this a new experience for me. Yes,
0: so the audience knows. Uh, Ramsey picked Pan's Labyrinth, a movie that he'd seen yeah. but not for many years, yeah. and I've never seen, and I picked yeah. Super 8, a movie I had seen many years ago and Ramsey had yeah. never seen. I picked a film, and Jesse picked some hokey mm, bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, I, it's not, I take it all back. I like this movie, and I'll tell you why.
1: J.J. Abrams is a good director. He writes cool movies. This movie kind of missed with me. I think the mediocrity in this movie completely lies with the monster. I mm. fucking did not care about this alien or the government at all.
0: But you only cared about the kids.
1: Yeah, it was like a it was like Stranger Things, but half of it was good. The kids though were fucking great. They were all hilarious.
0: I liked them all. There wasn't a a bum one of the bunch. Super Eight walked, so Stranger Things could run. Yeah, that was both of us walked away because I didn't even put those together. Yep, thinking about when I watched Stranger Things, I didn't think back to Super Eight. But then watching Super Eight, I was like, these are literally so similar.
1: I like it because let's let's get into some some of the performances. The kid, the main kid, solid. A, a, a 7 out of 10, fucking acting-wise. Yeah. Uh, the, the All of the kids, actually, just did just did great. That Some were funnier than others, but they all balanced each, other's, each other out dramatically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, let me get into my favorite fucking character. Mm-hmm. Kyle Chandler's in this movie. He's the coach from fucking Friday Night Lights. He's one of my favorite actors. Every time I see Kyle Chandler in something, I get excited, because I know I'm going to fucking love this guy. And I did. He plays a cop, eh. He plays a cop who says "fuck the government." He beats up soldiers and he steals their uniforms. He, and saves doesn't, even, the sun. he doesn't
0: even listen to the first chain of command. No, he he's doesn't. A, he's a debut, and he tells the sheriff to go fuck himself. Yeah, he
1: says "fuck you" to the cop guy, and then he becomes the cop guy, and he's like, "I'm doing what's right. I'm gonna beat up these fucking U.S. Navy soldiers." Yeah.
0: Doesn't How do, do the best job of beating up those Navy soldiers. He beats the shit out of two! Not till the end. Not till the end though. But there's there's a whole there's a whole middle ground where he he's just he made a very bad decision. They were like, let's talk it out. And he was like, oh yeah, the military, totally our friend. I'm I not saying down. Kyle Chandler was a genius. <laughs> he was a small town
1: deputy. I'm saying Kyle Chandler had a fucking heart.
0: Yeah. He that's was
1: a man you get behind.
0: I liked I liked that character as well, but as as you already said, the kids are where that whole movie lies. Yeah. They're they're the coolest part of it. And I like it because and I at this point, we've I think we've shifted in the way that television and movies are done to that kids are more realistic nowadays than they yeah. used to be. And this was kind of on the the opening end of that. Because the interactions between the kids in this movie feel a lot more realistic to how middle schoolers interact with each other than most fucking films. Yeah. Television back then. Now we have Stranger Things and all kinds of different movies and yeah. TV shows that are like that base it around 13-year-olds that actually say, fuck you, and I fucked your mom the whole time. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's what I... Right now, if you slip up and you have a shitty
1: character who's a kid, like, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, that's gonna be the main criticism of the show, and you're never... This one show, The Strain, one of my favorite shows, got completely fucked because the kid was annoying. And they are like, we hate the show now. It, it, it sucked ass. But it was a, that, it was a massive problem. Because Stranger Things came out, and everyone was like, like you said, like, nope, you can't fuck this up anymore. you yeah. Carl and Walking Dead. They had to change the character completely over one season because they were like, uh oh, kids matter now.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. I wonder how much Stranger Things is the catalyst for that. Or at least like the what what everything has to be compared to now.
1: Oh yeah, probably. Because you I would cannot say.
0: you cannot write out you can't write out kids anymore. Yeah. Stranger Things was like the new like that 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 is
1: that is pretty much the the main th- like
0: the standard. It,
1: yeah, we're not saying like oh it's like the Goonies now. We're saying like oh it's like Stranger Things.
0: That's true. The Goonies did it well, as, yeah. but even the Goonies. Yeah, obviously they but also it's a, in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would. Goonies would not have done well if the kids had been cursing throughout yeah. the movie. No one learned. But kids no, in the eighties, they were cursing throughout their entire childhood. No one
1: learned to act till nineteen ninety. <laughs> I want,
0: I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that clip from this video and use it for you. Yeah, you yeah. It's all my favorite whatsoever. movies are gonna get shredded, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm willing to die on this hill. Acting has gotten astronomically better. That yeah. That's anytime you watch an old movie, you have to go and do it with a mindset of not comparing yeah. the acting to modern day films, which makes me wonder. Like, I feel uh, this is a little bit of a tangent, but fuck it. Uh, I feel similarly to uh, video games and graphics. As I do about acting, have we hit a point, are we at the peak and like it's really not going to get that much better because at this point video games look almost real and acting is so incredible or are we going to look at this in 40 years and be like, no you idiot, that looked like dog shit and acting Mm. was terrible.
1: I think, I I don't think so. I think it's just going to get different from here. Mm. You got to consider the medium is is just going to be different. Like look at people are like creaming their jeans over like the Joker. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, what an amazing performance. And it was just like, it, you know, 10 years ago, we just said something like Heath Ledger. Is, yeah. is Walking Phoenix's performance better than Heath Ledger's? I wouldn't say so. I would say they're just so vastly different. Mm. They're good in different ways. But meanwhile, you take like Jack Nicholson's Joker. It's like, is his performance better? Like, which one has, like, which one matters? Where I was like, well, Jack Nicholson's fucking around. Yeah. You know, like, like the movie's not, I feel like writing has gotten better too. And it's gotten, it try and make things more realistic. Yeah. I'll fight any film bro who comes me over that. I know everything.
0: That's fair. And I got you on the film. But you didn't, you didn't even talk about graphics. You didn't even talk about video games. I don't play video <laughs> games without a <laughs> nerd. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't own Reddit. You don't no, have Reddit I now. don't.
1: I'm what, 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 well, sorry, what was that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Is it Twitter? Is it like an offshoot? Yeah, it's like
0: an offshoot. Of Twitter. Okay, okay. Um, my personal favorite part of this movie, speaking on how you're a film bro that'll fight any film bro, is Ramsey guessed wrong from the get-go about how the two main characters are related <laughs> and throughout the entire film kept just being like oh this scene is here because they're brother and sister and so- every single scene they had together he would be like brother and sister i got it i swear to fucking
1: god at one point jj J. abrams wrote this pile of dog shit <laughs> and had his brother and sister they pussy it out at the end
0: i think it worked better I I think it worked a lot better than if. Was oh, done of course, the and it was sister. way more realistic. But, but I was know JJ so Abrams. Funny. I know
1: JJ Abrams, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be the twist. It's the big fucking stupid mystery box twist."
0: He twisted you. He twisted you. Yeah,
1: but in a more boring way. I feel like I liked the twist more because I was expecting it to be dumb.
0: Mm. I knew there was a twist
1: there to be had, but no, it was good. It was like I liked that part of the movie. Yeah, like that. Even the, her shitty dad, the, the the girl who he's like lo- in love with, had a shitty dad who caused the main kid's mom to die. And then Kyle Chandler's like, "You're a piece of shit. You got my wife killed." And everyone's like, "Kyle Chandler, stop being mean to this fucking piece of shit." <laughs> and then Kyle Chandler's nice to him in the end. And I guess that's that's justice.
0: And then they're they're kind of friends, but their daughter and son are dating. like, yeah. Man, Super Eight Two would be a weird movie.
1: Well, what if they just made it now? It's he's like right nowadays. Now. And he's like, the I think older. I think the
0: weirdest part of it all would be that the U.S. military came into a small town, fucked everything up, was gonna nuke the shit out of it. And then an alien just left, and they never they never tie it up in the movie. What's gonna happen next? Fucking
1: forgetting the alien exists.
0: Yeah, the alien was there the whole movie. <laughs> Dude,
1: the alien just sucked dick. Now I gotta criticize this movie right now. It's a good movie. You should watch it. But the the alien part just sucks ass. It's it feels like a weird shoehorned in like, it, you know the
0: Cloverfield sequels. Yeah, like,
1: it felt like that. Mm. Where I was just like. Ugh. I feel, I like, feel like there could have been a different way to go about this. Something this, not alien-like. This
0: was J.J. Abrams writing a beautiful teen drama that needed a reason to go into production, and that was a big alien movie. Yeah.
1: <sighs> could I just lie or something? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't care. The alien didn't even look cool. I bits? liked it. I thought it, the it, 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 it was not wasn't scary.
0: Sucked. They made it so that the military was the scary aspect and that from the get-go. No. It went, I, I feel like it didn't have that whole, like, oh, first you were scared of this, but it was really the military. The whole them. They were scared of the military from the get-go. Yeah. They were like, these are the bad guys, and the alien's the good dude. Yeah. And the alien's kind of scary because he kills people, but, like... He looks like a giant spider with a
1: fucking... He has a big old hole in his forehead. He's scary looking, but he's not yeah, scary enough. That's he's fair. He's a little corny.
0: <laughs> that's a fair point. Fuck but... That. On that note, we watched two movies, obviously, mm-hmm. and both of those were about monsters that aren't really monsters. Let's wow. get into Pan's Labyrinth. There's a lot to talk about on that second point. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the second point? On this so, movie, Super 8?
1: No, Super 8, we think we said it. We said, watch it if you want. It's okay. It's, a, it's like, I liked watching The Living Room with my friends. Yeah. I would not have finished that movie if I was by myself. Mm. but if oh this is a perfect movie to watch with your kids cause uh, everyone yeah. who listening to this is definitely a parent yeah definitely. <laughs> but yeah it's like if you have like a little brother or, like a cousin or something who's over just like you entertain him just put that movie on and you, you'll bo-
0: there's both there's something for everyone to like that's very true it's,
1: it's, this is one of the easiest movies to watch
0: and I can say from experience I liked this movie a lot more whenever it came out than now and yeah. I was a lot younger back then so mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was but getting
1: and Payne's Labyrinth though
0: yeah, we're getting into Pan's Labyrinth. There now. were real monsters in that Very, movie. very similar movies. Mm. Just down, down that was to the. Almost the exact same. Yeah. Almost, it's, well, it, language is the, the only, only thing difference. Back. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, okay. Pan's Labyrinth. Critics, 95. Match. Audience, 91. I'm giving it a 72 with Whoa. an asterisk. With an asterisk. There's an asterisk there. But I'll get into the asterisk later. Okay. What's your score? Uh, I don't know, like an 80? uh uh-huh. It's, it, like, like,
1: dude, I didn't, I, I revealed the Jesse half, halfway, Jesse, Jesse, halfway through this movie that, like, I don't actually like this movie that much, and it's just, like, it's just a really big movie that everyone like. It's my sister's favorite Guillermo del Toro movie. Mm-hmm. One of her favorite movies in general. She, like, loves it. And I remember being, like, 10 or wherever the fuck I was when this came out, and I remember I was, I was watching, I was like, I don't, this is stupid.
0: I was like, where's Hellboy? Bring <laughs>
1: Hellboy back!
0: Um, but... Uh, at least in this one, they didn't fuck a fish lady. Yeah, at least. Yeah.
1: A fish guy, but never Well, it was like a, it's like it's <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel relatively the same.
0: Maybe a bit better, because I feel like I understood it better. Now, that's what my asterisk Just was. Just a tiny bit? And it, it was my first take, but then we'll get into the how much it costs and all that. Good. I give it a 72, but with the second the movie ended which I know that this is kind of why it has like a a staunch following or like people really love this movie. I want to watch it again. Like I instantly was like, okay, now I now I want to watch it a second time, which I don't have with a lot of movies. Hmm. But with this one, I was just like, there, there was so much stuff going on and I'm not Hmm. sure that I got like all of the different parts of it. I watched this movie
1: in 2006 or seven. And then again, at some point I wasn't sober Mm -hmm. with a friend (laughs) and then today or the last night, I, Has I, it gotten
0: a little better each time, or no? No,
1: not really. Mm. I, I, the big. I don't really but, like the. I don't know, dude. Like watching it, like last night, I was looking at that and I was like, man, I don't think I was missing a lot because I always thought that I'm missing something here.
0: Mm. I'm like, there's no way that I'm right. You see, about I don't this. know. Yes, May, maybe, maybe if I watch it a second time, I'm not gonna watch it right away. Yeah, it would seem redundant. I still like it, but I, in a year, I'm going to rewatch this and see if I have. If if it switches for me and I'm like, yeah. oh, I like this way more than a seventy two, which is I mean, not bad. I liked it. I'm bad, glad so I, I watched it. Yeah. There were some scenes that were so great for me and I was like, This is amazing. And then there were some scenes where I was like, What the fuck is happening? Yeah. I was like, I don't get this at all. But let's get into the money it because that's right. what, that's all that ma- that's how you yeah. judge art is how much money the art. Batman vs.
1: Superman is an amazing movie exactly. based on the money it made. Yeah, it's it's
0: all about how much money The Marvel Cinematic Universe is the highest form of art. Move aside, Godfather <laughs> It made eighty three million worldwide. So less than one or just barely one third of what uh, Super Eight yeah. made. <laughs> Garbo. Uh, kind of only four point five million opening weekend. But that's with a limited release. Yeah do it don't... is all in Spanish, and... Yeah. This is before Parasite came out, and every American was like, oh, I love foreign films. Yeah. This was back in the day. If it wasn't in English, yeah. people wouldn't watch it.
1: Pan's Lavin' has always been a weird one, because it is, like, one of the biggest cult movies I know of. Mm-hmm. Is that It's part of the reason Guillermo del Toro, like, got big. I think Hellboy... I'm sure someone would fucking correct me, but Hellboy was, like, the big outbreak where everyone was just like, oh, my God, this movie's amazing. And then, mm-hmm. like, I think that gave him the the... We yeah, yeah. make his passion project.
0: Yeah. Um. And it, budget was only 19 million dollars. That makes so, sense. It's yeah.
1: all fucking SFX,
0: or, uh, special effects. Yeah. Like, there's the, the, and very good special effects, especially yeah. for its time.
1: The entire movie takes place in one village in the woods
0: surrounding it. It left me questioning in a lot of scenes how much was special effects, and how much was, uh, what's it called? How much uh, was digital effects and practical. how much was practical effects? Dude, I was—you never, you can't really. See, for a lot of it, you can't tell what's what, and yeah. that, thats a good movie because like it just looked real for e- the most part.
1: Everything that was like humanoid, every creature outside of the fairies were practical. Mm, that's, and I, that's there's very there's special well effects touch ups, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. here and there. I think mo- most of the things we saw that were special effects were like the lighting, and then um, in the very end. Like some of the like you know the
0: obviously like, golden shit. Then I think the number one thing that can be said about this movie, it had amazing practical effects. Yeah, all of the quote unquote monsters or just characters were fucking amazing. Looking. Yeah, thats
1: dude, that's every Guillermo del Toro movie. One of the reasons I didn't like Shape of Water that's so true. much because it was way too CGI'd. Yeah, I was like, I don't want uh, shit. This fish man, this fish man's all CGI.
0: I will say there's a couple scenes in Shape of Water which without spoiling any part of Shape of Water you already know fucks it but that they yeah, yeah she fucks it but anyways there are some scenes in Shape of Water that there's no way you could practically do the effects there's just yeah, it, it's impossible I don't care for and me. I really liked the way that they did the digital effects I think they were they were Yeah great.
1: no I agree I just like whenever I watched you on the tour movie like that's what I need
0: mm. and Crimson,
1: Pe- Crimson Peak another one
0: Okay I want to get into my favorite parts of this movie, and that's all okay. I want to talk about. I don't want to ignore everything else. Okay. The doctor and the, the like homemaker lady, mm-hmm. the lady that runs the whole house, coolest fucking characters in a movie I've probably seen this year. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go on that. I'll I, let me look at the list. Of better than I've Will seen. Smith
1: and Martin Lawrence from Bad Boys for Life. Yeah.
0: Yes. They're better than the, the bad only boys. the only people that might be cooler than them were uh, a couple of the characters from the Gentleman. But in general. Um. Those guys were fucking badasses. Torrin. The doctor at one point just knows he's absolutely fucked and is gonna get killed, and he just drops the hardest line, saying, like, people that follow rules without questioning them are pussies. You're a giant pussy, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then get shot. And you're like that And was that some... fucking
1: asshole shoots him in the back dude. Yeah, he like a him pussy. Him right. yeah. Like a giant pussy.
0: <laughs> and the doctor doesn't even turn around, doesn't give him the light of day, just keeps walking until he drops. Yeah. And I'm like, that is a fucking hero. Oh my god. It was so dope.
1: I uh dude I just loved it. I like the characters in this movie, but like I don't know, like the mom was the most weird character. She, I, it wasn't even she sucked. I feel like she was like underwritten. Yeah, yeah I didn't understand a lot. The, I felt like there was there was a. I felt like the backstory could use like literally maybe one more scene to solidify everything, mm-hmm. and we would have been great on everything. It would have been awesome.
0: I think, and th- this is one of the reasons that I wanted to watch it again, uh, and I had written down the. The mom, don't get her character. Don't know, like, she has to be there because she's the mom, but she's just not relatable and I don't fucking like her. And I'm wondering if that changes on the second viewing. And then the main evil guy, the, the he's in charge of the, the whole- captain. The captain. That dude is just pure concentrated piece of shit. Yeah. From the get, like, he has no redeemable- And there was kind of a story involving his father that I got confused about with the clock. I thought it yeah. was the wrong dad. Because it was in Spanish, and I yeah, it, it, it lost me at one point. But so I want to watch back and see maybe he has a background that I'm just not getting. Yeah. But that dude is so fucking evil that I feel like if the movie came out nowadays, we'd be like, you can't have a villain who's just evil. We're like, that's a stupid villain. I
1: will say one thing: he was he was obviously evil. The one thing that was kind of like, I I feel like it it almost humanized him was when it, like how he felt about his like son. The,
0: yeah, the the, the, the yeah.
1: Because like he His was, seed was the only thing yeah. he seemed to care about. He was very, like, one-track mind, like, sociopathic shit, but he did care about, like, his boy. Even when, like, at the end, whenever he fucking was, he's like... Yeah. He's like, well, like, let my son know. He's, and that's why... He's fucking capped right in the
0: fucking face. <laughs> that's why I want to give it that rewatch, to be like, maybe there's something there that I just wasn't seeing, especially with the kid and everything. But. Yeah, yeah. I'd say even if I watch it again and they give like this great like he does love this child, I'm still gonna be like, but the guy was so fucking insanely yeah. evil.
1: He was he was definitely an evil dude. But the thing is, the one thing I will say is that watching this movie again and I I I felt like he wasn't evil towards the little girl. Until, like, a little past the halfway point. Yeah, he's he he's very indifferent to her. It, it, and then he finds yeah. a bowl
0: of milk and just loses his fucking mind.
1: Yeah, it was, like, super strange to see, like, the way he, like, progressed. Um, yeah. I mean... It was just, hmm. But, um, I do think that the, uh... The Fawn character was, like, super inconsistent, I feel, still. I, he's just a weird guy. He's pissed at her for
0: not... Now, that one, I would say, could be chalked up to that he's literally not from Earth. He's a fucking immortal creature that's having to deal with a fucking human child. And, is like, I could get why he's like, I gave you... Like, him being weird, I can chalk up to, like, well, that's just who he is. It was the mom being weird that I was like, why? Why is yeah. she this way? Like, I don't understand, and maybe I missed a huge section of the movie and shouldn't be talking out of my ass while being recorded... Why did the mom deal with all the captain shit the whole fucking time? I well, I mean, she was a widow and she was she
1: was married. She got married to a powerful man. Yeah. But a, how did how did he swoon
0: her? He's a piece of shit. I, I,
1: all I know is that you have to consider that she was she grew up in a war-torn country. Yeah. And that she saw the, a dude who was obviously on the winning side, who was like of like a higher uh, higher echelon of society, and she was like, "Okay, this is my out. This will be good for my daughter. This will be good for my son."
0: Everything you're saying, I understand, but that context was not given in a in a reasonable way in the movie.
1: No, it, I and, think it was because she maybe literally I that's tells I need her that second watch. Yeah, she was telling her like whenever she was by the, fire, she was just like the daughter's like, "Why are you with him?" And she's like, "Cause the world's a cruel place, and sometimes
0: you got to do what you got to do." And like, kind of bitches back at her was just like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, but then on that one, she just keeps calling him her dad, and it's obvious that that's, that's pissing her daughter off, and she just doesn't care. She's but, like, she's she at no point is like, well, what about my child? I should warm her up to this. She's well, just like, deal with it. I think the thing about that is, too, is because it's very obvious that the captain
1: needed, like, if if she would have treated him like her father, I think oh. the, mom, the mom was thinking, like, <laughs> we, need, we need her indoctrinated. Like, we need...
0: She wanted her family as cohe... Like together as possible that's a I hadn't put that together yeah. because he does have that weird obsession or not obsession but he does value his son yeah and maybe the mom just wanted that same mentality yeah. with the daughter
1: i think he was just trying that's to get point. her to trick herself into like into liking the captain the captain tricking trick himself into yeah liking she her. was trying
0: to play 4d chess with uh yeah. with a little girl the mom's best fucking, character in the movie with a deranged <laughs> deranged psychopath the mom
1: just didn't account for a fucking fawn of <laughs> giant wooden fawn to be fucking with her daughter
0: (laughs) (laughs) on that same note uh it's me not understanding that maybe it was just me not paying attention as much as i should have but i like this movie because i didn't know what direction it was going yeah there was a couple different endings that i had in my head one i was like this is gonna be great and one i was gonna be like i'm gonna be so mad if they do this and then it went a third way and i was like ah you fucking got me yeah there's still I, some obvious things towards the end, I was like, oh, well, of course that happened. Yeah. But it took, it took until the last 15 minutes before I understood, like, this is what's about to go down. Yeah.
1: One other thing I did want to say is, on the note of special effects, um, you know, we talk about, like, all the fantastical stuff, it was just amazing, and it really was. It's like, Guillermo del Toro does it amazingly. The other thing I want to talk about is how fucking disgusting the, like, real-life special effects were. The yeah. Captain at One Point beats a dude's fucking face in with wine, and we were both, like, gagging. Yeah. And then he, like, gets his face cut, and it, like, is super fucking gross. It's all... uh it, it fucked with me. Like, it was... But it was super well done. Yeah, it... it felt real. <laughs> I did not it like It shows that.
0: more than most films do. Yeah. Most... No, most I don't even say torture scenes but like outside of the torture scenes it was just like it showed a lot it was
1: very it it felt realistic which i think was actually cool it was a cool like the creative choice because like the pure like creepy realism the way it felt in in that and then going against like the fairy world where things are crazy but still fucked up like i I don't know dude like it it was it there was gross shit in this movie but it it i felt like it made it better honestly that's rare to say about gore
0: yeah that's true usually i'm like could you not yeah specifically like the injections that they should that every time there's an injection they feel like they have to show you <laughs> know just show the needle and fuck jesse off jesse
1: literally just goes are they actually doing it what's <laughs> going on and i was like i don't know just don't look
0: <laughs> <laughs> i do have one take that i don't think requires a second viewing and then i'm willing to just come out here and let any pans labyrinth stands mm-hmm. come at me for Die on this hill. i'll die on this hill i will die on this hill the fact that she is going through all of these different tests, this labyrinth, to, to get back her, her princess, to be back to being a princess, and the last test is to not stab a baby, is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. The other one seemed way more challenging. Yeah. If you told me right now, go, go throw a thing inside of a frog and fight the frog, and then you have yeah. to go not eat a delicious meal in front of a spooky monster, yeah. or you have to not stab a baby... I'd be like, not yeah. It's just that. It's
1: literally just like, okay, do all this stuff, and then if you want to go meet your real parents who you've never met before and live a different life, uh, stab your baby brother. I'd be like, this is not that bad. <laughs> like, I could obviously figure yeah, out I'd things would much either. rather just die. Like, yeah. Yeah, be like,
0: fuck off, pan, you stupid dipshit. Especially with no context. Like, it wasn't that it was explained in a way of being like, if you... If you drop a little bit of blood... Because he does say it's only a little bit. But if he was like, if you you drop a little bit of blood from your brother... Both of you will get to go to this perfect world. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'd stab my little brother baby. But, but he's just like, I won't tell you anything, and you'll be a princess if you stab your baby brother with a little bit of no, blood. No, that
1: wasn't even a thing. He said, he's like, it's just a drop of blood. And he was holding the yeah. knife and was saying, hand him over. I was like, uh, no. No one idiot. would do that.
0: Like, that wasn't a sign that she was a good person. That was a sign that she wasn't deranged.
1: Yeah. I would have I swallowed my little brother and been like, Tuh, fuck you, tree man. Off in the sunset, I would have rolled.
0: And, uh, in that same scene where that happens, that, that's the hill I'm dying on, that's the end of it, yeah. that's a silly last test, uh, when the deranged, uh, captain shows up, the first thing I said was, like, there's no way he shoots that fucking girl, and he you literally kind of grabs <laughs> he shoots a fucking little Shut girl, up, and I'll say, as much as I was bitching earlier about how that man's a deranged psychopath and they give him no, like, redeemable qualities, they stuck through it to At the least end. He's consistent. They never were like, "Oh, well, let's tie it back and make him a, a lovable person." They were like, "No, he was garbage. He shot yeah. a he shot a nine year old child."
1: Real quick, going back on the thing talking about like handing over to the brother, I think the coolest thing about that was showing that she wasn't deranged after all of that. Mm. Essentially, it was just like, "I'm still not desperate enough to hurt someone." Yeah, to get to where I need to be, even though she got the fuck. Which is like, it just, it's
0: a good parallel. To, yeah.
1: Yeah. She just she didn't, uh-huh. she didn't
0: choose for those fairies to her die. huh. She didn't choose for those fairies to die. Her fucking
1: bitch mom sent her to bed without supper. Yeah. She ate
0: two of the biggest,
1: juiciest grapes I've seen in my fucking life, dude. Those did look like delicious. The, grapes. That entire feast, I would have I, I would have beaten the shit out of that bony monster and just Speaking
0: of that. that feast, just amazing practical effects. Oh this couldn't have been real grapes. I think no way! We need to find out. If those are real grapes, I'm going to whatever country sells those grapes and buying them tomorrow. I'm just gonna start living there. They're grapes the size of an apple. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. But uh, I think that's everything for Pan's Labyrinth and yeah. Super 8. I would say that uh, if you had, if you had
1: to pick one to watch just by yourself, watch Pan's Labyrinth. If you want to watch something with your friends, watch Super 8.
0: Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But also watch Pan's Labyrinth with your friends.
0: Yeah, it's a really good movie. Watch more Guillermo del Toro movies too. There's a lot of good movies that aren't in English. Yeah. I think the
1: coolest thing, my favorite thing about this week is that the two movies are insanely different. But both, like, dope. And it's like, one's made by J.J. Abrams, who's like a classic, like, sci fi, like, action bro shit. Like, mm-hmm. he brought back Star Wars. I will forever be grateful <laughs> to J.J. Abrams for what he did. Say whatever the fuck you want about it. I love J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. And then Guillermo del Toro, who, like, made two of my favorite movies of all time. Like, and I don't know, dude. It, this was a cool week for me, at least, because I just got to. Got to watch two movies and talk about how wildly different shit you love can be. I like it. We'll be doing the
0: same thing next month unless theaters start to open back up, and then we'll be watching whatever the new shit is with everyone else. It'll be great. Here's hoping. If they
1: release new movies.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, next week, uh, from the ground up for everyone. So, tune in then. yeah. Sweet. Thank you all.